Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know what it is like when your perfectionism is a constant god-awful companion. But it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. Today we are talking about when you did everything right and nothing goes according to plan and you're like, ah, and then you're like, how do I move forward? There's a lot that goes on with us internally when you are a driven high achiever with perfectionistic tendencies, or if you're brave enough to identify as a perfectionist. In this episode, you are going to learn why this happens. You're going to learn how to elegantly rise to the occasion, how to move forward without beating yourself up constantly. Because I, as as a perfectionist and someone who specializes in exclusively working with high achievers, driven, ambitious people with perfectionistic tendencies, it's the beating ourselves up about what happened that is usually what makes us go flaccid on the inside. So buckle up, strap in. It's going to be a, it's not going to be a rough ride. It's going to be a real ride. Okay. So why does this happen? Because this is something that I have become intimately familiar with this past month. CourtneyLoveGavin.com went down again, this time for two weeks. Not the same tech problem since perfectionists crashed the internet at the top of 2024. I decided to move all of my hosting to a Swiss encrypted, eco-friendly, awesome provider. And in the switcheroo from my previous non-super Swiss ethical eco-friendly provider. I did calls with them. I made sure, okay, so everything's going to go smoothly. I checked it the day after the switch happened. Everything did not go according to plan. Everything went wrong. Maybe for you, it's not in your business. Maybe it's with your kids. You're going on a trip and you planned everything and you packed everything and your luggage gets lost or The reservation that you booked doesn't have the special HEPA filter, air filter, because of your youngest allergies, or you are in charge of an offsite at work for your team, and you make sure that everything is up to your standards, and then you get there, and it's subpar. I'm sure there's something for you that you have taken all of these efforts, like you have literally done everything in your ability, which we know is like 
a thousand times more than a pedestrian, a non-perfectionist, that's what we're calling them, pedestrians, a pedestrian's ability, and, and it still goes wrong. And in comes the tidal wave of disappointment, maybe disdain, anger, frustration, annoyance. There's like a bunch of flavors that can arise, but usually what it ends up coming back down to is you go through your past and you think about like, well, what could I have done? And then maybe you find something and you're like, well, if I would have done this, then this wouldn't have happened. Hold up. Stop. Like, let's check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. I have yet to figure out time travel. If you have, please email me at clg at courtneylovegavin.com because I want to talk to you. But like, for real, we haven't figured out time travel. If you're not in Back to the Future here, it, it, it is not helpful, it is harmful to be spending your time in the past, going over what could have happened. Now, I, I get that this is a natural tendency because human brains, it's like Google, they look at your search history and then they use that to create predictions for the future. If you're wondering about what I'm talking about here, I will put a link in the show notes to an episode all about how the brain works, like what current neuroscientists have proven. It's not cause and reaction. It's all about predictions and prediction errors in particular. Going back in your past, all that's going to do is it's going to make it worse. Here, here's the thing. If you want to feel crappier, if you want to make more mistakes, where is all your power in the present? So if you are going into the past, if you are ruminating, if you are now catastrophizing about what else is going to be happening for you in your future, what you're doing is you are weakening. I want you to imagine that like you have an ax and that the foundation of who you be are, are, is tree trunks. I'm talking like sequoias here and you are just like hacking it. Or you know what? Even better, it's like a chainsaw. It's like one of those things that like you need a special license to operate that is what you are doing when everything doesn't go according to plan or everything goes wrong and you're going into your past or you're going into your future. You are being any other place than right here, right now. I get it. It is very, very tempting, but you're strong and I know you and you're better than that. You're better than that. Every time you see a bag of Doritos in the dumpster, you don't, you don't dive for it. Now, you, I hope you're laughing right now and you're like, CLG, I would never go for a bag of Doritos in the dumpster. Okay, well, then please stop ruminating and catastrophizing because it is literally the exact same thing, except at least the Doritos in the dumpster might taste a little bit better than the rumination and the catastrophizing and the beating yourself up and the anxiety and the now I can't sleep and the spinning out and all, all that jazz. Also, why the other thing is why things go wrong, why things go don't go according to plan, it really doesn't matter. We think that it matters because we think that if we find out why, then it won't happen again. That is lies, 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 lies. Absolutely not true. It's totally not true. That line of thinking is based on cause and effect. If I do this, then this. If this, then this. If this, then this. 
that is not how life works. You are a human, I am a human. For our species, that is not how things work. That's how it works for robots, but we're not robots. We're on team human here. If you are a human being, the if then isn't gonna work. Now maybe you wanna be a machine, that was me. I'm like, you know what, I'm a machine. Okay, yeah, even if you're a machine, even if you're like, I wanna have inhumane levels of efficiency, yeah, still no dice there with the if this, then that. Okay, so things don't go according to plan. Things go wrong. And ultimately at the end of the day, because we don't play in victimhood land over here, it is your responsibility. There could be a whole pinata of emotions that come with that. And that's totally okay. However you feel about it is okay. There is no right way to feel and there is no wrong way to feel. There is just how you feel. Where there is a better and a not better way is what you choose to do with those feeling flags inside of you. Running over them, pushing themselves down, you're turning yourself into a ticking time bomb. So if you wanna be a ticking time bomb, go on with your bad self. If you want to break the cycle and to be less stressed, if you want to strengthen your resilience and your ability to be flexible and to adapt in real time, then you want to focus on the feeling and letting it go through rather than focus on what's causing the feeling. Just like focusing on why it happened is utterly pointless it's the same thing with feelings. Focusing on what is causing your feeling is just a distraction. It's not efficient, which we love efficiency around here. So instead, focus on moving through the feeling. If you're like, I don't know how to move through my feelings, then go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash contact and get in touch about one-on-one -on -one coaching. We can get that cleared up for you. Okay, things don't go according to plan. How do you rise? You're present. So what are you not going to do? You're not going to ruminate. You're not going to catastrophize. You're not going to go back into why this happened. You're not going to concentrate on what is causing you to feel this way. And, oh my God, why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't be feeling this way. Instead, you're going to focus on, okay, what are my sensation signals? What am I feeling? If, if you do that, 90% faster, you're going to move through that feeling, 90% faster. Because once you go through the feeling, the question that you want to ask yourself is, is this useful or not? Feeling guilty, is that useful? No. Feeling disappointed in myself, useful? No. Feeling embarrassed, useful? No. Feeling ashamed, useful? No. Ask yourself those questions for everything that you're feeling after, after, after you have let the feeling go through. And there's a, I have a bunch of podcast episodes about that. If you want to find them, just go to perfectionismrewired.com. I set up a whole search directory for you there where you can search and just type in feelings. There'll be a ton of episodes that come up. The last one is the beating yourself up part. That came up for me. The difference is now I'm strong. I have expert level skills to deal with it, to handle it. It might come for me, but I'm like, okay, bro, let's go. So when that happens, when you notice that you're beating yourself up, stop, <laughs> stop. And I get it, I get it, but it's just like, 
It would be really easy for me to inhale an entire cake, a sweet Lady Jane cake meant for 12 people. I could do that. I could put that down. I mean, I might be feeling awful afterwards, but I could totally do that. But I don't. Why? Because all that sugar, like how I would feel afterwards, the aftermath, like I, I don't do that. I, I don't do that anymore, okay? Well, it, it's the same thing with yourself. It's just self-restraint is what it is. And as perfectionistic people, we are really good at that. We're just not so good at it yet, maybe in this category. But like guarantee, you can do it. it it's not impossible. It might feel impossible, but it's not impossible. So when you notice yourself beating yourself up, stop, do something else. And if that feels hard for you, then that is why I exist, to make it so it isn't so hard to give you personalized strategies so that you can stop beating yourself up and that when everything goes wrong and nothing goes according to plan, you no longer freak out and you no longer spin out and it's no longer a big deal. It's just a blip on your radar and you move through it and you actually can have fun with it, even when it is something that is as publicly embarrassing and mortifying and actually affects your livelihood as when your website goes down for two weeks. Again, my website has been down for more of 2024 than it's been online in 2024. I, I get it and I'm coming to you. I know that I don't have to talk about it. I know that I don't have to be sharing this with you. Like, well, I don't have to do anything. None of us do. We don't have to do anything. We are adults. We have self-sovereignty. That's just a hot tip. You don't have to do anything, okay? Like, that's just, if you change that, your life will upgrade a million times. But I do share this with you, my mistakes, because most people don't, and especially people that are perfectionists. And the more that we can share with each other and to show that, like, hey, you can make mistakes, and be super successful. It's not one or the other. It's not if this, then this. And the more that we can embrace our humanity, the better off we're all going to be, especially you and your world. So if you want help with this, if this episode resonated with you, which obviously it did if you're still listening, then go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com. I'll talk to you then. Bye. Listen up. Taking charge of your perfectionism is so much easier than you have been led to believe. Whether you want to stop playing out worst-case scenarios in your head or be joyfully present ambitious again, you don't need more rigid rules, guesswork, or hard work in perfectionism recovery. You need a framework that helps you understand and most importantly, rewire your perfectionistic habits from the inside out. It starts with my six-week Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. Besides the obvious mental health and wellness benefits, rewiring your perfectionism is the fastest way to figure out what's really underneath your perfectionistic patterns. This radically different, proven, proprietary approach helps you succeed by dropping the contempt and judgment that blocks change. Discover how to trust yourself, take control of your world, and feel truly empowered to own your perfectionism instead of being owned by it. Head on over to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator and start your transformation today.